0: Hey, welcome back to the show. This week, we're going to be talking about some potential rule changes for the NFL, some really hot NBA takes, plus what's the weirdest food from your state? This is Let The Me Takes.
1: Bonjour and welcome to Let Them Eat Takes, the sports podcast for the outrage era. I'm Jonathan, and I'm here with Justin and Scott, and we have a lot to talk about today. We're going to start with some hasty takes because there's just a lot of really good stuff that's been popping off on the interwebs.
0: I like how we're calling them. It's like I don't know if people listening to show are aware of this, but we're trying to make a take as many. We're trying to make as many cake puns as possible. And this one is a, a take on tasty cakes, just a brand of gas station. It's a very quick sweet treat. It's not good for you, but you just. Is it even it. good though? I know it's obviously not good. I mean, it's good if you want to have type two diabetes, but I've never. There are there are I've pros never, to having type I've two never diabetes. I've to taste
1: a cake.
2: Not gonna lie. Well, I'm just gonna say I did my own research, and they're good for me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, I watched it. I watched a YouTube video that a friend shared, and it, it convinced me that they were good for me.
0: Yeah, there I watched that
1: kid from
0: uh, whatever that TLC show who said bacon, bacon is, is, good, is for me. good for me. <laughs> That's King Curtis. talk about the king like that. <laughs> I don't talk about the king. Yeah, well, you come like,
2: at, hey, you come back to King, you best not miss.
0: Oh, uh, I want to know where that kid is now.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, somebody vamp while we Google this mess. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, King, where is King Curtis now? Well, he's probably high school age, right? No, that was
2: like 15 King? years ago. Oh, he's probably an adult. Yeah. Oh. that's my guess. I mean, there's an article from 2020 talking about where is King Curtis now. So Does he, a... he just looks like an adult <laughs> version of that <laughs> same kid, man. <laughs> uh, I got one from ladbible.com. What is he up to now? What well, is studentproblems.com? I don't know. This doesn't make sense. There's a King Curtis Bacon is good for me update here. It's good to know that this guy is still uh in the front of the public mind.
0: I like his swooshy hair. He's uh he uh I don't know how recent this photo is. Oh, this is from when he was on Pawn Stars when he was 14. He's got, like, a really good Alabama quarterback swoosh going on.
2: That was know? the first thing I saw. I said, that's an Alabama quarterback. I mean, he needs <laughs> to get in a
0: little bit better shape, but, you know. He just needs to cut his 40 time down to, like, you know, Five, go four. from six <laughs> down to about a 550. Then he'll be a perfect Alabama quarterback.
2: Beautiful. pre Tua,
0: of course. Oh, what's... Anyway, what? I feel like we we got way off topic. Nailed it. Yeah, we're on these uh,
2: tasty, hasty cake takes here, right? Hasty so takes. we got some hasty cake takes for you. Uh, since we're out of MJ quote, unquote documentary footage, right? We're left to, uh, I don't know, random NBA. How are we going to get people in this same dome and all get sick takes? or old dudes complaining about today's nba takes of which we have many uh some of that has come in the recent form of your kendrick perkins and paul pierce kind of guys that uh man they are just oh boy they are old and grumpy and they're not even that old like these guys aren't 75 they're like 40 right
0: Right, they could still beat us in basketball, no problem. Oh, what are they? Well,
2: yeah, but that doesn't even matter because they could be 70 and still beat <laughs> us in basketball. But,
1: what are they ornery about?
2: Well, they're just like all putting out, oh, these are my top five players of all time, oh. yada, yada, et cetera, kind of thing, right? And so some of it's like real dumb because for one, in the same week, Kendrick Perkins put out his top five greatest NBA players of all time or something or his, oh, his greatest top five greatest NBA teams of all time, which uh, conveniently had none of the recent Warriors teams on there. Which, well, that's uh, nuts. <laughs> which is totally <laughs> insane. Right. He did have the 0304 Pistons on there, who absolutely are not in the conversation, but okay. Uh, and then he had his top five all-time most skilled players, which, of course, included Kyrie Irving and did not include LeBron. And then uh, Paul Pierce did his – starts his list of his top five all-time NBA players, and he listed seven guys, and none of them were LeBron. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just this, like, real dumb stuff where it's like, look, man, same thing we said before. Like, you can have your opinions on Jordan v. LeBron, whatever. When you start telling me that LeBron is, like, barely cracking the top ten all time, like, this is just dumb. It's just yeah. real dumb.
0: I want to know did LeBron James just sell him like a really broken down car or something?
2: Well, he beat Paul Pierce. He beat Paul Pierce pretty bad in the playoffs a few times. And it was personal. There was some story out there about how, like, oh, this came up recently. Paul Pierce at one point in in the series against him, like, spit at the bench in his general direction. And since then, you know, LeBron's like, yeah, you're a trash person. I'm just going to pound you. And so. Yeah, somebody got all up in their feelings.
0: You know. Yeah, he, he was a very fiery guy on the court.
2: Well, except for the time when, you know, he got sniped and had to get carried off the court and Gosh. rolled off in a wheelchair. And I then comes that. running back out after halftime.
1: Insane. What? Oh, yeah, I remember watching that.
2: Yeah, man. He got carried away by, like, four people off the court, put in a wheelchair, wheeled off to the locker room, and then comes running back out like it's WWE. <laughs>
1: He's like, coming back to the
2: ring. By <laughs> God, it's Paul Pierce music. He's hitting it with the wheelchair. My God, his leg. <laughs> he's doing this for the title. <laughs> he just ripped the rim off the backboard, and he's beating him over the head with it.
1: Uh, I want I mean, to. Uh, I'm sure if you were to ask these people about their criteria for most skilled players, it's probably totally arbitrary.
2: Yeah, I mean, some of it is just people, you know. Being purposely uh, inflammatory, right? So that the important podcasts like us would talk about them, I'm sure. Right. That's what they had in mind. Why are we dignifying them by just
0: with a response? Why are we, yeah, we, we need to use our platform more wisely than to just dignify bad takes. No, wait, never mind. That's why we have this show in the first place. Yeah,
2: literally uh. the point.
0: <laughs> I want to know.
2: There's been lots of other uh, fun NFL takes, some good, some bad, but lots of interesting. Yeah, Yeah. Um, they're kind of all moot now a little bit because as like of half an hour ago, the fourth down conversion replacement strategy to get rid of onside kicks just failed. It did not pass vote. Oh, darn. But they were suggesting that when you wanted to score and get the ball back instead of trying an onside kick, You would just get a one-play, fourth and 15. And if you convert it, you keep the ball. And if not, the other team gets it back. Basically the same thing as the onside kick, but you don't just take off running and smash heads with each other. Right. So you had lots of people saying, oh, this is too easy, or this is absurd. You're getting rid of the funnest play in football, and yada, yada.
1: Too easy? I've never once seen any of my teams that I support line up for an onside kick and be like, oh, we got this. send the bag baby or yeah. conversely i've never been in a 4th and 15 situation and been like oh yeah this is totally doable
2: yeah it's just it's just not a thing especially because it's not that hard right like the nfl compiles all their data you have thousands of plays you know exactly the conversion percentage for 4th and every yardage and you know the exact conversion percentage for onside kicks so just match the yardage to fit the conversion, and just do it and be done with it. But, Can I roll back the
0: tape a little bit? Could you explain to our viewers who maybe haven't been up to date what this rule rule proposal was?
2: Yeah. So the the proposal was basically to eliminate onside kicks because of safety concerns, and to replace onside kicks with some other mechanism that would allow a team to have a small chance. At scoring, and then successfully executing a play and keeping the ball,
0: like a game of craps on the fifty-yard line.
2: I I never played craps, uh, <laughs> so sure so why you're not?
1: saying you're saying that um, they most likely found that a fourth and fifteen statistically was converted about the same amount of times as an onside kick was successfully converted. I don't remember if that was if it was an exact
2: match, but I'm saying that you can absolutely match it. Right? All you have to do right. is just go look at the
1: numbers. Because I can already hear people saying like, "Oh, well, you know, an onside kick is a kicker," and but what if you're facing an elite quarterback and he gets the ball with fourth and fifteen, and like that's going to be way more likely than he converts than a kicker kicks an onside kick.
2: It's worth noting that. W- one of the dissenting opinions from NFL people was, hey, that's not fair. Not everybody has Hall of Fame quarterbacks. So the teams with crappy quarterbacks all voted against it. So,
0: Bears fans are like, we can't do that.
2: <laughs> uh, how dare you besmirch the good name of Nick Foles, sir? <laughs> I got him and Mitch
1: Trubisky. Hey, he's, a, he's a Super Bowl winner, okay?
2: Yeah, Super Bowl winner Nick Foles. And good place name mentionee. Who's so,
0: who's the guy who it. does the Elite Eleven camp? He's the ball guy. I can't ever remember. Oh, uh, Trent Dilfer. Yeah. If look, if Trent Dilfer can win a Super Bowl, then any quarterback can. It's pretty much true. Might have been. Maybe it's not true in today's NFL. But like, you can get a like. there's so many teams that are good at pounding the rock and playing good defense. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. you I mean, don't Garoppolo's know, Garoppolo's no. He's you no know, Pat Mahomes, but you know he had they had a a good puncher's chance in the last. You don't Super need Bowl. Like, in the, a hall of famer to win the
1: Super Bowl, but man, this show helps.
0: It does. Oh, People yeah. who uh, who said that um, a fourth and fifteen was just as statistically as successful as an onside kick have not watched the Falcons' defense in clutch situations.
2: That's all I'm gonna say. I don't know why you li- limited that to clutch situations because you can really well, just, just sit- argue any play for the last <laughs> Dan Quinn era of years. Just so. put
0: situations and fixed it. <laughs> I uh yeah, I I think I'll side with the league on this one because I think the temptation will just be for teams to never do, you know, to kick off or do an onside kick. They're just gonna try a fourth, 15 every time. They should already be
2: doing that. They should already be doing that. It's mathematically shown, and it's been implemented. Next.
1: <laughs> what is, what is Don't next? talk to me with your math talk. I got Mike's nose, man. About Look, footballing <laughs> about math and numbers, about heart,
0: and color of uniforms.
2: Yeah, and, and compiling more points and getting less points in basic math. Uh, I'm sorry, Justin. I interrupted you, so please continue. Oh, I have I've nothing. I, I just think it's a good,
0: I think it was a bad rule. And I'm, I think I'm happy the NFL made the decision that it did. That's well, disagree to disagree. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm confused. Just, but just imagine like a team that's just so good at converting in those situations. What if you just had an entire half where the other offense did not take the field and they're already gassed? coming out. Yeah, of
2: I mean, the answer to that is, hey, don't suck.
0: <laughs> oh,
2: where it's so easy, Scott. Where it's so easy. I mean, it's not that hard. No, in all seriousness, there is a high school coach, uh, I believe he's in Arkansas. I think he's still in high school. I don't know if he jumped up to the college ranks yet, who literally does not punt and does not kick the ball off deep. They onside oh, yeah. kick every single time and they end up punting about once a season and they've won something like 5 or 7 state titles in the last like 8 or 9 years and it turns out when you just go through and do the math having the ball and having possession is more important than field position and they're not even close right so
0: wh- why is it all these the you know these coaches in the NFL any of the college level, they're pretty smart guys, right? How come they haven't figured this out?
2: Well, for one, they might be very, very smart coaches. They also may be very bad at math, right? (laughs) It doesn't require advanced mathematics degrees to get a head coaching job in the NFL. Two, they're often very old. So when they learned football, it was 20, 30, 40 years ago, and they may not be up to date on some of that stuff that's more recent. The other thing that is actually more of a legitimate issue is the numbers kind of shift a little bit at every level. So you can't actually call the game the exact same way in high school, college and pro because you have a much closer talent gap and all kinds of other stuff. Right. So. Makes sense. Yeah. But that being said, NFL coaches should be calling on kicks, going forward on fourth down way more. Like if you're past your own 40-yard line in the NFL and it's, any, it's like, you know, fourth and six or less, you should probably be going for it. And even if you wanted to be conservative, any fourth and three that's, you know, not like backed up to your own side, you should just probably be going for it. Because here's the thing, right? Everybody's like, We can't go for it on our own ten. I know it's fourth and one, but we're on our own ten. Okay, well, if you punt the ball, they're going to start at the fifty. They're going to get one first down and they get a free field goal. So now a first down is worth three points. So checks
0: out. I mean, when I think about most of like the in sports, they're either epic comebacks or just you know miserable uh chokes but some of these like epic comebacks that have happened over the past couple of years they usually start with a defense playing very conservatively you know they're gonna they're gonna send three safeties deep they're gonna play you know off their man and they just give play they give these teams you know 10 15 yard chunks at a time and it just catches up faster than they may be anticipated so that makes sense it's true
2: but anyway Hopefully that'll happen in the next fifty years. People will catch up on that, and by then there will be whole new sets of stuff we know that old NFL coaches are ignoring. But
0: by then they'll have weapons in the sport too. Let's be real. Everything at that point will be
2: combat basketball slash. <laughs> Who's the Bill in beer? Bill Romanowski. It'll be Bill Romanowski's <laughs> NFL Futurescape or
1: whatever. I was gonna say Andomican Sue because I feel like he would stomp on people's legs a lot. He know. was a big time stomper. Oh yeah, he was.
0: Boy, could he stomp!
1: He could stomp. Yeah. Or Nick Fairley. Ooh, mm-hmm. is he even playing anymore? I don't know. I'm just I mostly question. said Nick Fairley because of college. I don't know what he's done in the NFL. He was a bad. He was a bad dude.
2: I don't know if he's playing, but I know that his Auburn offensive counterpart, Cam Newton, is not currently playing. uh poor Cam. So, lots of. Uh, Lots of hot takes out there about Cam Newton's contract status. Uh, Some of the dumber ones come from places like Deadspin where they say, you know, the Bears just gave Tyler Bray a contract worth nearly $1 million. He has zero completions in his whole career. But, you know, Cam has this many touchdowns and still no deal. Like, these are some sort of apples to apples comparison. How dare they? And, and like a like an almost $1 million deal is some big money for an NFL quarterback. That's literally like a practice squad, dude. This man got like the number three QB spot. He won't be on the regular roster. Like that is not the spot Cam Newton is competing yeah, for, Yeah, right?
1: he's holding the clipboard. yeah. So,
2: yeah, whatever.
0: this this is like the Moby Dick of bad sports takes, it always rears its ugly head you know, every once in a while. And for some reason, you know, these outrage insiders, they can't help but say, oh, this backup quarterback just got a deal from the Bears or the Dolphins. How come they haven't reached out to Cam Newton or Colin Kaepernick yet? It's like, do you really think they want that deal? That'd be stupid to take it.
2: Yeah. I mean, we're not going to get into the whole Kaepernick thing. That's a whole can of worms. Right. Yeah. But, you know, for the the Cam Newton thing, which is a little bit more just football related. Um, yeah. I mean, right now you can't really do a whole lot of medical evaluations. There's questions about how healthy he is and, there's only so many teams that don't have a rookie quarterback they just drafted highly or don't already have somebody they're paying $30 million a year to. Right. Right. So that immediately cuts you down to like maybe five to 10 teams. And then of those five to 10 teams, you have teams that don't have enough salary cap. You have teams that are tanking and then you have teams like, you know, the Jaguars or something. I think the Jags have cap room. And
1: then, you know, it's like, okay, Hey, in hey, theory, hey, hey, hey. I, let's not jettison Gardner Minshew well, just yet. Right, right. No, no. That's the that's thing. That's my dude. <laughs> it's beautiful. Right, mustache. and
2: and they're just one where it's like theoretically in play, and they have to make the decision of do they want to start a one million dollar Gardner Minshew or a twenty five million dollar Cam Newton? And a lot of times, teams like that have been saying, "Okay, we don't think thirty year old Cam Newton is our ten year future starter," and we probably don't think Gardner Minshew is either. (laughs) But Gardner Minshew, who could be a long-term starter, is really cheap. And so while we figure that out, we'll just pay some wide receivers or defensive players or something, right? (laughs) So I guess the thing, right, is like, would you rather have Gardner Minshew and $20 million, $25 million or whatever worth of other players, or would you rather have Cam Newton? That's true, right? You and kind of go either way, right? It's not like super egregious. I don't
0: know. Yeah, you know, I think um, that money, that $25 million that you would have to put into Cam Newton, because let's be honest, he's worth at least that much in today's NFL. You know, that money could be going towards guys who are veterans on your own team that you drafted, that you have a lot of time invested with. You know, it's kind of, it's kind of a, one of those like basic good business practices that you have to practice even outside of sports. Like, do you take care of your loyal employees, you know. Of course, you have. That's a that's sort of a risk assessment. Like you have to ask yourself: Is Cam Newton worth missing out on some of these players that we've drafted and groomed within our organization? You know,
2: and some team might think he is. Yeah, loyally taking care of your employees. Something the NFL is just really known very for, right good at. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, staying on NFL and quarterbacks, right? Skip Bayless who this is our skip special of the week, everybody Um, had a, had a take that kind of started off as legit, started off with, I would not be shocked if Kyler Murray wins MVP. Okay. Uh, He didn't say he would win MVP. He just said he wouldn't be shocked. That's uh, that's a lot of subtlety and nuance for old skip, right? You know, props where it's due. Yeah. It's pretty much has to be a quarterback. You got five or 10 quarterbacks out there. Just, you know, Just no way it ain't happening. And then you got a lot of quarterbacks that like sure, you could have a big second year jump, or a lot of guys that have already won it, whatever. A lot of guys that wouldn't be surprising, right? Like if you told me you've been to the future and X quarterback just won the MVP, there's a lot of guys where I'd be like, sure, I could see it, whatever. So, of course, the rest of the take follows up with I've got Tom Brady as my favorite. Mm. Okay.
0: Okay. We're, you know, we're getting a little skippy here.
2: Getting a little skippy. We got old man Tom Brady. He's on his like retirement, you know, Florida tomato juice tour. Yeah, um, <laughs> he's getting that juju back. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and then he says, "But Kyler is right there at one a for me." So we're just going to skip over that. You listed Tom Brady as the favorite, so he's one a. So technically, Kyler is one b. So you didn't even label it right. I want to know who
0: one c and one d are. Yeah, actually, actually I would I was-
2: be what is tom brady one ask one asterisk one zero uh, what's before a? one till day yeah exactly so
1: um, uh, sometimes they'll put s over a in some video games just saying oh he's playing, the, he's playing the, the the deep meta game references
2: you heard but, it here for skip bayless a true gamer
1: but I, so do these other quarterbacks are they just not gonna play this year
2: uh <laughs> Apparently, apparently Kyler Murray is now favored over Patrick
1: Mahomes,
2: over Aaron Rodgers, over Drew Brees, over Lamar Jackson, over Deshaun Watson, over Russell Wilson, all those guys, you know. I I wonder where Kyler Murray is in the betting odds.
1: I don't I'm not going to look that up, but I'm, I'm sure it's high. I'm just I mean, it's probably like
2: 10th or 15th or something because there's probably some hype about him having a breakout year. And it could happen. And they just you know moved,
1: what? The Cardinals just moved um, to get the receiver from the Texans. Yeah, they got DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. So, and yeah, they got, I think
2: you mean the Texans gave him away for free.
1: Yeah. I mean, they did get Doug Johnson. Doug Johnson? That's not his name. What's his name?
2: Yeah, it's Johnson now. All of a sudden, I can't remember. David Johnson, the running David back. David Johnson, David Johnson. Yeah. In that case, David Johnson's coming off injury, and he's getting paid a whole lot, so it's, it's debatable. But, yeah, they did at least got a good player, even if it's a bad value
1: contract. He's so good, I couldn't remember his name. I did draft one year in fantasy, and he did it. Right. There you go. That's what it's all about, man. Fantasy is real
2: life. That's true. There you go. So we did our skip take. Uh, what do we got? We got a Colin Cowherd thing. Uh, not because we like Colin Cowherd. Colin Cowherd,
0: am I right? <laughs>
2: uh, yeah. But only because we talked about it last week a little bit where we said, hey, golf, like quit being so uppity. And then I was like, oh, look at this. Cowan, call, ca- whatever. Cow-lick, this cowherd. This dude, it starts with a C. You know <laughs> what I'm talking about. Uh, he said, ratings are in from the golf exhibition, and it's the most watched golf telecast in cable TV history. The whole personality and fun thing sort of works, you know, in the ads to PGA Tour. Stop playing to the diehards. They're not going anywhere. Mostly too old to get out of their recliners. <laughs> hey, you know what? That's actually a good take. All right. Good job, Colin Cowherd. It's not illegal for sports to be fun.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've got tons of gripes with Colin Cowherd, but the one thing that he does that I really appreciate is he always is looking up ratings because he follows the money. Because guess what? These leagues want money. And if you follow the money, you're going to tend to be um, ahead of the curve, so to speak. And ratings equals money. So when he talks ratings, um, I don't, I usually don't hate it. And even though there wasn't anything up against this whole, um, golf matchup from this past weekend. I still think it would have probably done well because of the fun and personality of but it that's
0: but that's the thing. It, it wasn't competing with anything else going on in American sports. so it's kind of I don't know it doesn't seem doesn't seem like a very fair conclusion from my perspective.
1: no, I mean, you can I mean, yeah, you're right. you can't really take this and run with it, but I don't know. I would if i'm if there's if i have any brain cells and i work for the pga i'm i'm wanting to do this again when things are back to normal just to see what happens
0: i mean there already i think there's already is a, an element of personality and fun existing golf i know that you know really? having to wear long <laughs> pants and be very quiet
2: doesn't seem like a lot of fun but we got to cover those ankles got oh, to cover those ankles don't yeah. want any of the ladies out there lusting over those Ooh. golf ankles
1: Ugh. i have a serious question i've never Okay, this is this is total, this is a totally out of ignorance because I I don't do either very well. I understand you have to concentrate to hit a golf ball, I get that. Do you not have to concentrate to hit a baseball? Is there like is the is there like an exponential increase in the amount of concentration with a golf ball as opposed to baseball? I mean the golf yeah, ball is not see. moving.
2: See Johnny, it, yeah, it's way baseball
1: harder. S- baseball stadium is very loud, <laughs> and fans are allowed to say, "You got a, a damn organist going." Wah, 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 <laughs> wah, wah. But golf, <laughs> someone over to the left like burps, and it's like you get sh- sh- shushed by like mommy over there. I, I think you nailed it. Right,
2: the golf ball is sitting still at a place of your choosing, while the other ball is going 90 miles an hour and possibly spinning and changing directions uh, at the behest of someone else's choosing. So obviously, it's much harder to hit this still golf ball that you get to put on the ground.
1: I, I just uh, can I can I share SMH. a golf story? Absolutely.
0: So I was at the 2012 PGA Championship, which Ooh. is in a was in a Kiowa Island in South Carolina, and we were we gave up trying to get a glimpse at Tiger Woods, because when you go to these events, there's just a massive herd of people that just follow him hole from hole. And if you, if you have an interest in any of the other golfers, say if you like Sergio Garcia, you know, you might, you you probably get a good look at him. You know, he's, he doesn't really have the fanfare as Tiger, but we were kind of, you know, we were sitting at a hole. We were just kind of camping out waiting for guys. And then Phil Mickelson comes up to putt, putt, excuse me. Uh, I don't know if about Phil Mickelson, but he's kind of known as being one of the nice guys of the PGA tour. But in the middle, before he got to the hole, some guy in a wheelchair cell phone went off and they were really cool about it because he had like a veteran hat. I think he was like a Vietnam vet and he's in a wheelchair. So they're like, n- no, certain, like I know at Augusta national, they would have kicked
1: him out.
2: <laughs> they might've killed him.
1: They might've just, <laughs> he's dead. That <laughs> we, or he's working one of the trolleys selling pimento cheese sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> we turned him
0: into, he was, he, they made him into pimento, me- pimento cheese
1: sandwiches. <laughs>
0: they,
2: they graduated him <laughs> from Veterans Day to Memorial Day real
0: quick. Anyway, Phil Mickelson goes up to putt, and he's putting for, you know, to for par, I think. And this guy's cell phone goes off again mid-putt, and he misses it. And I'll never forget the look that Phil Mickelson gave this guy in the wheelchair.
1: I'm sorry. I just, <laughs> I just can't stop thinking about these baseball players. <laughs> <cheating> I mean, <laughs> a baseball. I mean, there's we, drunk fans just by your logic. Phil
0: Mickelson would have had an aneurysm. If he went up to the plate know, in Fenway Lord. park.
1: I've always, you know, I, and like I said, this is that a total ignorance. I've always heard that hitting a baseball is one of the hardest things to do in sports. And so if they're doing it with people screaming and organists blaring and like, you know, presidential races happening in between innings, like, I think, I think the little, the quietness about golf is a little much.
0: Well, here's the thing about baseball is that you get multiple swings at every at bat. And it's a very reactive thing with golf. You get one swing per move. So you better make sure you, you know, that's the, mean, I, I mean, yeah, that's the same goes. I mean, yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. You get like king. five
2: swings per hole, man. <laughs>
1: that's
2: awesome.
0: When I play golf, I don't... I'm not... When I'm playing golf these days, I'm definitely not counting on my swings. What if the golf... I just
1: get this? a
2: hole-in-one every hole like <laughs> Kim Jong-un. I'm hitting that 18, uh, baby.
1: What did he score? 18. Oh. in yeah. mm-hmm. one. He's like Hawkeye. Every time? Oh, my
0: gosh. All five. All right, we've beat uh, it a good death. Good take, Colin Coward. I don't agree, but it's a
2: good take. So I think it's time for our quick sports video game update. I would like to report back on NFL head coach for PlayStation 2 emulator.
1: Um, You found one, a working one?
2: Yeah, so I found a a .iso file and a pretty solid PS2 emulator. You know, I I I cranked out about 30, 45 minutes just kind of getting my feet under me. I'll be honest. I'm probably gonna go back and play a little bit more. Yeah. Oh, there you no go. way! Yeah, <laughs> he I likes mean it. I mean, like you know, it's not gonna be my go-to favorite game of all time or anything. So, do you and, have to? Start and with the, the graphics? Steelers? No, no. So you actually you start, I guess, as an assistant coach of the Steelers. You can pick if you're the offensive or defensive coordinator, and then the Steelers win the. I national title, the Super Bowl. And then you are now trying to get a head coaching job. Uh, And so you can like interview with different teams and you get some different offers. So I am now the Falcons head coach. I'm sorry. Rise up. (laughs) Well, see, here's the thing. The Falcons, I got five head coaching offers and the Falcons had the second best package. Financially speaking, the Rams slightly beat them out. But the Rams roster on this game is trash, and all of their assistant coaches were total trash. Oh, man. So, rise up. Yeah. That's right. I mean, you, it's you, worth you, noting in this game when you go look at your depth chart and your roster, nobody has any names. It's just quarterback and the number that the player wears. Yeah. They and they that's couldn't it. Afford. They couldn't you, afford their name edge like this, could they? It's EA Sports. Like, they already own it from, like, Madden and stuff. Then they why? They, because <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's, it's the game to wants to make None sure. the coaches
1: know the first names of these
2: players. Yeah. They want to make sure that you are just a coach and you are invested in being an NFL head coach. You don't know any of these players personally. You don't know their names. They're just a number and a position, and you can cut them whenever you want. You, are the, chess
0: <laughs>
1: you are the chess master, and they are the chess pieces
0: who's yep. that who's that quarterback he's uh he's number seven he's really fast he seems to have a thing for dogs. who is that guy
2: <laughs> I don't know it looks like peerless price to me, <laughs> <laughs> but I haven't even gotten to like the regular season yet. I'm still working through the off season, so I'm probably gonna go back give it a little bit more play and at least make it through a season see how it goes so far, I've just been working on my playbook adding uh Tons of play action, deep bomb shots into my first and 10 playbook. So you got right. to go big, baby.
1: Well, that's cool. That's cool, man.
2: Justin, I believe you already started uh, looking up some Mutant League hockey. Is that right? Yeah. So I Tell didn't know. me more. <laughs> first,
0: <laughs> I didn't know how much, we were, how much time we we're going to spend on this podcast talking about weird sports video games. Yet here we are. Yeah. So Mutant League hockey illustrates just the the creative daringness of the sega genesis in the 90s and also how clueless they were that they were selling these games to children that said i had a real good time playing this game (laughs) (laughs) on my sega genesis emulator So So,
2: I don't know hockey very well, but I know you have all the little circles out on the ice for like face-off positions or something.
0: Did you know they can also just open up into like a pit to hell that your
2: hockey players can just fall into never to return? I did not know that. I knew they had the skull and crossbones poison symbol on them (laughs) in Mutant League hockey, but I didn't know that it was a direct portal into the Doom universe. That's (laughs) an interesting crossover I wasn't expecting.
0: Right. So that's totally a thing. I uh, did not know about that until um, going into mutant league hockey. I didn't normally with things like this, I would go look up the Wikipedia page to get the premise. I don't know if there's a premise explained. It's just monsters playing hockey. I mean, some of the teams are like the ghoulies and the shrimp people. There is actually a shrimp people team. <laughs> <laughs> they are not very good. <laughs> All your coaches kind of have that kind of banjo kazoo thing where they talk,
2: you know, and okay. So, a little background here from Wikipedia justin. This is interesting. Mutant yeah. League Hockey is actually preceded by Mutant League Football. No. There's a Mutant football League, version? Yes, Mutant no, League Football had robots, undead skeletons, trolls, and aliens and superhumans. Hockey no. got rid of the aliens and superhumans. So
1: Well, dang. Yeah, Mutant yeah, League football. The name of the conferences in Mutant League football are Maniac Conference and Toxic Conference. Yeah, that sounds that sounds about right. This is you, very. Epic. You can
2: get a goalie demon, a demon goalie. Sorry. Wow.
1: Is that Tim Howard? Because <laughs> he's so good.
2: Oh man, let us not speak of U.S. Right, we'll get there.
1: I got team. some. I got some soccer for us coming up.
2: Uh, I did not, like not the US. fights. All right.
1: No. 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 You how intense!
2: Are, how intense are these like monster mutantly like mega shrimp fights? So, if you get like a fight
0: on the on the uh, the ice rink, is that what you call it? I don't watch enough hockey. I'm so ashamed. Anyway, you get in these fights, and it actually switches to like a punch out mode, and you just like go at it. And the loser of said punch out gets decapitated, their head hoisted on a hockey stick stuck in the middle of the ice rink. As it is, is there
1: as is tradition just. <laughs> as is
0: tradition
2: in God sport. So it basically just converts straight into like a punch out style Mortal Kombat finishing move. Right. That's I got I mean this is visionary man.
1: The I mean, only man. hockey game I ever played was Wayne Gretzky 64 and that did the same thing. Like when you get into a fight Health bars would appear over their heads and you take them pads off and just start punching each other.
2: Yeah, take the nice skates off. I'd watch more hockey if people were getting decapitated <laughs> with skates. Oh god. Yeah. It's yeah. not that it's not that entertaining to watch people like slowly get crippled by degenerative brain diseases from playing sports like 30 oh. years later. At least this oh. way you get some excitement.
0: Yeah. It's like right? Brazilian club soccer. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Too too much, too far. That nah, stuff I mean, is dangerous, it's man. You getting accurate. stabbed? <laughs> anyway, I, I enjoyed terrible. it. Go find, go find a ROM. Go boot it up. It's fun. You'll like it. You'll get some
2: laughs. Nice. Yeah, about to give that a try. I don't know if I have a good Sega Genesis uh, emulator. I used no. to.
0: I found one called Kega Fusion. It's recommended by the Reddit people. So enjoyed it.
1: Okay, so I think I'm up. Yeah. What's some? What's your hasty takes? I only got a few. <laughs>
2: Not so hasty.
1: Yeah, y'all yeah. were not hasty, not hasty at all. I'm just kidding. Now these this this won't take long because, well, first I'm gonna, I'm gonna. A lot of us really enjoy soccer, not just the MLS, but also international soccer, different soccer for different leagues like England, Germany, all those. And um, big news um, actually was just announced a couple hours ago is the Premier League is starting back on June seventeenth, I believe. I'll have to check that date, but it is starting back. Um, yep, June 17th. So that's exciting. I'm, I'm, I I'm. imagine they're going to play in front of empty stadiums like the German league's already doing. Or um, blow up dolls. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> or they might take a page out of the Korean league and just uh, uh, create some blow up doll situations. Um, what is the British version of that? A blow-up doll? They probably have a funny nonsense word for it. Oh, gosh. They they, they do. I don't know what the British version would be. It'd probably be like I don't know. like Oh, you. they have Susie Sally's in the stands. (laughs) It'd be like old (laughs) How scandalous! (laughs) Blow-ups of old angry steel workers or something. (laughs) Covered in soot. That's what
0: they used to replace the coal miners when they're on strike.
1: That's true. Uh... Well, the German Classico happened this past weekend. That is Bayern Munich versus Russia Dortmund. Um, Bayern Munich won, which is a big deal because Dortmund was like right on their heels. On, uh, at number two on the table. And so this win by Bayern Munich pretty much is the nail in the coffin. I don't think mathematically Dortmund is eliminated, but for all intents and purposes.
0: When I first played FIFA, I thought they were Bayern München.
1: Well, okay, so it is spelled München <laughs> if you're... Um, in Germany, I think that's how they spell it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But, uh, and, by, um, I mean, all Bayern means is, um, greater, right? I think Bayern means greater Munich. So I don't know. I don't, I don't know anything about, um, anyway. The reason I wanted to bring it up is because, um, Bayern Munich last year signed a player from the MLS named Alfonso Davies, who's a Canadian international. He's really, really effing good. I believe he played for Vancouver. I might be wrong about that. Um, But it was because he's an MLS player, came up through an MLS academy. um, I believe he came up through an MLS academy. i have to double check that. But he did get his career started in the MLS. I've been kind of following him along, and there's a couple of Reddits I follow that follow those kind of players along. And he cracked the starting lineup, and he's been killing the game over there. And Mm -hmm. he had a stellar performance the first week that the German league returned from the pandemic. Uh, I forget who they played, but I watched him assist um, somebody. uh, I think it was Mueller, Thomas Mueller on a goal. And I was like, that's really good cross. He's just, and he's really young. I don't think he's 20 yet. Um, I've heard he's very fast. He's super fast. In fact, one of my favorite takes was uh, Alfonso Davies once again had a, Stellar performance against Dortmund this past weekend. I don't know if he registered any assists or goals, but he was killing the game. Romelu Lukaku, who's like a big-time international striker, Belgian, played in the World Cup, played on some of the biggest teams in the world. <laughs> His take on watching the German Classico was Alfonso Davis is fast as F. <laughs> he spelled the word F. <laughs> and I was like... Well, there you go, guys. <laughs> I was well, like, I an endorsement. I thought that was really good. Yeah, think, fast. fast. Yeah,
0: I think I saw somewhere that he like got to about twenty-one miles per hour, which is insane for a human being to do. That's a uh, Nick Chubb speed. Nick uh, Chubb. Oh, DGD.
1: <laughs> we always manage to bring it back to Georgia football.
0: I try not to because I know we're all alumni of. You know the University of Georgia, but we have to. You know we got to be objective. We can't just be. A, this can't be a Homer podcast. We can't devolve evolve into Dog Nation Daily. No, we're not.
2: It's, <laughs> it's also not my fault that Nick Chubb is real big and hit 22 miles an hour last year. So
1: he's it's true. Oh no, I just thought that was a funny take from a very well-known international soccer player about an MLS product. Too bad he's not American. But what do you do? Mm. How um, do we make him American? I don't think. I don't even think. We can pull ask weird... China. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think we can pull some weird shenanigans. Like I feel like which co- which co- I feel like France always manages to make everyone French. I don't know how they do it. It's like this person. Fr- oh no, he's French. Like he was born in Algeria. No, 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 he's French. He's born. If he's in- born in, he's, in the no, he's French. <laughs> if he's born in the spirit of
0: their glorious revolution, anyone could be French.
1: I think he's born in anywhere that they conquered in northern Africa. Big well, southern Africa or Southern Africa, I think or I, Vietnam. Yeah, I think it's
2: like any any African country, if someone in the country knows somebody that speaks French, then France can acclaim anyone from that country for so their Fran- national
1: team. A France fantastic national team. I'm like, well, you have a very large player pool. <laughs> it's all thanks to colonialism. Yeah. Oh, the, this is the the uh, France Africa team. This is the, Africa would have a great team if they would all just stay there and play. Africa would have a great team. They would have a team because Africa's not. A country. Hey, 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 hey. There's, <laughs> there's,
0: there's been some good Ghanaian teams.
1: No no, 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 no. Yes, there are some fantastic African. That's not what I'm saying, but I said something stupid and I had to correct myself. Yeah. yeah. The, the country of Africa. <laughs> country of, I don't I think I want to <laughs> run. I want to think I run a.
0: I don't think I want to run the heck away from colonialism, since that's on the topic. What's on the next on the docket?
1: <laughs> Let's stop talking about this. Um, I thought so this was—I thought this was funny. Um, Damian Lillard, who plays for the Portland Trailblazers, yeah. Let's <laughs>
2: we'll
1: see this. This is fantastic. He said, "This is a quote of him to Yahoo Sports." This quote is on: "If the NBA resumes with only a handful of games," Damian Lillard said. If we come back and they're like, we're adding a few games to finish the regular season, and they're throwing us out there for meaningless games, and we don't have a true opportunity to get into the playoffs, I'm going to I'm going to be with my team because I'm part of the team, but I'm not going to be participating. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> he basically saying this person who reached is like it isn't worth his health. It isn't worth anyone's long term health for your entertainment. If he doesn't want to play meaningless games, that is his choice. Okay, so they're kind of like hey, guys, this is his choice. But I am i don't like that take by the person who shared this at all to say that, like, it's his choice, respect his decision. I'm like, I mean, I can't force him to do anything. I feel I like mean, no one can. So I feel like they're respecting his decision. But at the same time, like, really? You can be that guy? <laughs> I mean, he
0: could sit out, but I feel like the Portland Trailblazers probably
1: reserve the right to dock his pay if you know the rest of the team. Yeah, there's stuff is, they can do. I just I, I, this person who retweeted it is basically saying you can't be mad at him because you know his health matters, and if they're already out <laughs> of it, then we shouldn't. be No one should be upset if he decides to sit on the bench. I mean, a bad team. I'm like,
0: uh, I won't be upset if they just throw a blow up doll out in the court in his in his place. <laughs> oh, there's been worse defenders in the history of the NBA. That's not true. That's just a hot take.
1: <laughs> I don't know. What do y'all think? Do y'all think this is like, eh, would you be I, happy if the play, if you were a Portland Blazers fan, would you be, oh, you know what? I get it. Or would you if, be like, if
2: I was a Portland fan, I would be psyched that Damian Lillard is not stepping on the court for the rest of the year. <laughs> I would be so happy because he's the, he's their best player and they're already out of the playoffs. And you're going to come back from some big layoff and play a bunch of meaningless games. Why is he playing? Right. right. Like, be healthy. The team was kind of injured and banged up this year. That's why they're not in the playoff race, because they have some good players. Just be healthy and come back for next year.
0: Yeah. I mean, I just think, like, I don't know, man. I feel like that's such a bad look. As I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't look good, but I don't think it looks bad either. I mean, I'm just putting myself. Let's just say this were the Hawks, you know, which they weren't going to make the playoffs anyway yeah i would want <laughs> trey young out there you know
1: risking his health right but at this i mean i understand game. what both of you are saying but like with everything that's happened a lot of people would get a lot of relief and joy from from watching a sporting event especially portland which has what like one or two pro teams like there's not like it's not like they can turn to a different sporting event and so at some point, maybe you would hope that the face of your franchise is like, I'm going to go out there and just play hard because I want to do it for the people who have to live in their house for the next Look, bit.
0: If you're bored in Portland, just go outside and watch a protest from what I know. They're some <laughs> of the best in the world.
1: Do you want, <laughs> maybe that's you why want- they're the best right? because it's competitive. <laughs> it's,
2: to, to be honest, there's also lots of outdoor activities. So if you're in Portland right now, you can get out and do lots of, uh, lots of hiking, lots of other outdoors. I know I'm being naive yeah. and stupid, but uh.
1: the Pacific Northwest is beautiful.
2: It is indeed.
1: So I guess at the end of the day, I want my athletes to,
2: but like if I'm a Portland fan, I want the trailblazers to win a championship, right? The trailblazers lately have consistently been good in the playoffs winning some playoff series, but not really competing for a championship. I would like to really compete for a championship if I'm one of their fans. Yeah, that makes sense. There is zero chance they could do that this year, but you still have some chance of that in the future with someone like Dame. But
1: Yeah, well, you have to about that. What are you going to do? I mean, part of it, honestly,
2: is it may not actually be Damien Lillard being completely forthcoming. He may be very serious but he also may not be a lot of players have kind of been saying, Hey, we're out of it. So we're not going to play because they don't want the NBA to come back with a format where all 30 teams have to go play a bunch of meaningless games. Right. Mm
1: -hmm. So some
2: of it is like posturing possibly for negotiation purposes. So, you know, like if the Hawks say, Hey, guess what guys, we're not going to play Trey young. If we come back and have to play like five random games, we're going to sit him." Then the yeah. NBA is like, okay, do we want to see the backup Hawks playing the Milwaukee Bucks to determine if Milwaukee gets the one seed or the two seed? <laughs> Which I, I think Milwaukee's like already clenched the one seed, so that's definitely a definite hypothetical. But that's kind of the gist of it, right? Yeah. Like they don't want to put like a crap product out there. So
1: Yeah. Well, moving on, what we have next? Uh, my last one is uh, very quickly – um, there was, uh, with the golf matchup that happened this weekend with Tiger Woods, Peyton and Tom Brady, and Phil Mickelson. Um, somebody asked Peyton if he was going to wear red um, to match Tiger's Sunday red. And he said something like, to the effect of, I'm not going to wear red and black to give, you know, the internet a picture of me. Or Kirby Smart, something like that, a picture of me wearing red and black so we can share it all over social media. So <laughs> Wes Blankenship who I want to nominate as the mascot of this podcast, Mm. um, posted this this picture of Peyton Manning and Heinz Ward back in their college days. And Peyton Manning's wearing a Georgia Jersey and (laughs) Heinz Ward (laughs) is wearing a volunteer Jersey. (laughs) Yeah. It looks like they
2: just did a Jersey swap there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And, um, uh, (laughs) great. Uh, right under the
2: quote right i'm not wearing red and black that's georgia bulldog colors i just can't do that but my, fa- my favorite part of this Hugh is ron howard's this.
1: voice he shared this and i guess uh i don't know how much longer later he says many georgia fans despite heinz and orange have reacted with the sentiment that this is an iconic image of two greats many tennessee fans have cussed at me <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's I mean- a horrible- it's, and then he goes on to say, it's a harmless quote that Peyton, who went 4-0 versus UGA, made in the golf cart.
0: I mean, they're going full steam ahead to Ernst Valhalla. Why Why be polite <laughs> on Twitter? My gosh.
1: He said, Georgia fans Witness me!
2: have reacted
1: with many Tennessee fans have cussed me out. Man, uh, now I really need a gif. <laughs>
2: From <laughs> Mad Max: Fury Road, where they're chroming themselves in orange.
0: Oh, uh, it yeah, can be Twin done.
1: me,
2: and then orange chrome. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, okay, that's all mine.
2: Fulmer Gosh. me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, Phil Fulmer. He rolls into. He was rolling to town with like a blood bag, stripped to the front of his car. You know, just <laughs> getting that O negative pumped right into his veins. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh. Mad Max Fulmer's journey, and it's just like a Mad Max theme story of Fulmer, like wheezling his way back into the AD job by backstabbing everybody and sabotaging a bunch of coaching hires.
0: Yeah, a, a court. Yeah, that,
2: yep, yep. That's how it.
0: <laughs> Dan Wilkins said it happened just like that. I'm gonna
2: believe Dan Wilkins. Never a wrong thing uttered from him.
0: Never. <laughs> uh. Man, we must really like these hasty takes because we need need to look up the definition of the word hasty.
2: (laughs) We're going to have to rename the entire thing. Not so
0: hasty. (laughs) The not so hasty takes. Hasty from the definition of tree beard.
2: I was just about to say this some tree beard hasty, like seven day hint moot.
0: Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I got a good one. This was this is hot and fresh. This was actually dug up an hour before. Uh. We started our show, and it ties us back to our alma mater, which I try very hard to keep from talking about, try very hard not to talk about, but here we are, JT Daniels. It looks like it's a done deal that he's transferring to the University of Georgia. His name is
2: listed on the student directory. and He he has since tweeted it out. Thank you, USC, excited for the future, and then like a graphic of him with the PGA jersey. Well, there you
0: go. It's done. He, uh, JT Daniels, for those who don't know, he's a former five-star quarterback out of the state of California. I think he was the number two recruit in the class of 2017. Very sought after. Won the job his freshman year. Didn't get to play much his sophomore year because he was hurt in the first game of the season. Tearing your ACL in game one will do it to you. So he is officially a Georgia Bulldog. And this is very surprising because Georgia... Has raked in a lot of highly to- touted quarterbacks recently, and it's kind of been a mixed success. You know, there's been it's been some good, some some bad. But here's a take from SEC Mike, who is that's Michael W. Bratton. He is the host of the SEC podcast. Mike tweets: Kirby Smart has become the king of landing five-star quarterbacks. It's too bad he doesn't do much with them. He's the opposite. Dan Mullen, when it comes to QB development. What are your
2: thoughts? So, just yeah, to... I, mostly it's obnoxious because right. it doesn't make any sense. So far, Kirby has not had any part in developing or not developing Jacob Eason or Justin Fields. Both guys transferred because they weren't the starter. So, right. any development or lack of development includes those individuals and the schools that they went to. And it isn't even related to UGA.
0: Right. And Jake Joe is, Fromm was
2: not a five-star. Right. So it's literally all wrong.
0: Yeah. I, I don't, I don't understand why people have to talk about Kirby smart as a developer of quarterbacks. He's never done that in his entire career, coaching, playing, whatever. He was a defensive back in college. He coached defensive backs, you know, in the NFL, he was a defensive coordinator at Alabama and guess what? He's still very hands-on with the defense at Georgia. You know, he doesn't really touch the offense that much. He might dictate the philosophy of the offense, but he's not, you know, working with the quarterbacks. I also don't understand why Dan Mullen needs to be brought up in the story. Um, something tells me SEC Mike might have a soft spot for the Florida Gators. But it does make for good uh, Twitter theater. I'm going to call this an ice cream take. Ice cream take for listeners who uh, need it who don't know that is a take that is suitable for children not adults this is just i don't know it's inter- it's cheap entertainment
1: well
2: yeah, it, it's super generic low hanging fruit like you know five star quarterback joke
1: yuck yuck he, he, he has a pin tweet on his on his twitter account from april 18th in his post spring sec power rankings um you only need uh one guess as to who's won uh please don't Oh yeah, is it Tennessee? No, it's Florida. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's Florida, sorry, Georgia, sorry, Alabama, LSU, Texas A&M. Yeah, oh. yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I, whatever. I I just read that. I'm like, whatever,
0: dude. <laughs> I think fine. that's the that's that's kind of been the sexy story to try to tout in the SEC this off season is oh this is the year Florida finally takes back the East.
2: It could happen. I just I don't know. Yeah, it it could happen. It's not the most likely outcome. But it's one of those things where sometimes you get like voter fatigue, right? You right. get tired of just picking the same team to win the division every year. Like we got to find somebody. Alabama can't win it, you know, seventy-four years in a row. We got to pick oh. Auburn or LSU. Oh, they'd like to. <laughs> they try
0: <trying. laughs> I so. I uh, this is a really I didn't see this one coming, you know. It seemed like Georgia had figured out its QB situation with Jamie Newman, and they're also bringing in Brock Vandegrift, who's also, you know, guess what, another five-star quarterback in next year's signing class. Um, It makes sense for Georgia's standpoint because you get to stockpile all this great talent, but I'm wondering what's in it for JT Daniels.
2: Uh, What's in it for JT Daniels is he may or may not be eligible to play this year anyway, transferring. And he's he's a also quarterback. Getting, yeah, so if he <laughs> hires a lawyer, he is therefore eligible, right? <laughs> um, as a as a quarterback. <laughs> but for him, it may be one of those things where if he's eligible this year, sure, he'll probably he'll compete for the job. Whether he wins it or not, who knows? But all quarterbacks think they're going to win the job. True. Um, and then if he doesn't win the job, then Newman is gone after a year, and he thinks, okay, I start in twenty twenty one. Then I go pro and I'm a first round pick. And who knows if he's actually a first round pick, but this is what he's thinking, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, he definitely has talent. You know, there's nothing about his, you know, his short time playing at USC that really sticks out as, wow, this guy's, you know, superstar. I think it's very much like raw talent potential kind of situation. So he might not be guaranteed to start even at Georgia.
2: Well, so part of that, his freshman year at USC was supposed to be his senior year of high school. And he just, what he just bounced a year early and went to college so So he was 17 yeah or just turning 18 and so he was a supposed to be a high school senior starting as a true freshman on a bad usc team so he was daniels was actually the top quarterback recruit from the 2019 class and at the last minute he reclassified as 2018 so then he was basically right behind trevor Mm -hmm. lawrence and justin fields wow
1: Uh, okay that makes sense I so, not that.
0: So, George has, has essentially got back to that conversation of, has got, I don't know, they've gotten back into the the rare company of one of the best, I thought, well, I think it's maybe one of the best uh, QB recruiting classes in many years, just
2: with Lawrence and Fields. Yeah, I mean, just with Lawrence alone, it's automatically <laughs> way up there, right? Right. So.
0: Yeah. Well, I guess
1: we'll see. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, so, I'm sure some other quarterbacks will transfer now because yeah. that's how quarterback rolls.
1: Yeah. I, uh, Starts a little domino effect, right? The room is a little full in Athens right now, it looks like. Um, well, I want to. I think we should end by um, talking please about end this. <laughs> please end <laughs> I, this.
0: I can't eat any more tasty cakes.
1: We're all out of hasty, tasty cakes. I can't eat any anymore. Um, <laughs> somebody posted, I wish I could give credit. Uh, I don't know who this is um her name is elizabeth rogers and her twitter handle is a humorless femme i don't know i don't know i wish i don't know if she created this graphic or if she took it from something but it's not credited or sourced anywhere but it's the weirdest food from every state (laughs) and i thought it was really funny and it's probably not sports related but alongside that we have um, a graph. <laughs> so, so hold on. The relation to sports is somehow TBD at this point. Uh, the only way it's related is because Jake Roos <laughs> retweeted it and saying that because Georgia's weirdest food is boiled peanuts, and Jake Roos said, "Not a damn thing weird about a boiled peanut unless you hate the finer things in life."
0: Damn straight.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Which I, do I think don't like- think. I don't think
2: the weirdest food map here is actually. Uh, legitimate. It looks to me like somebody d- didn't pull this from actual data, and they just you know made it up. Made up some rando stuff, so, uh, some of it might be right.
1: So I'm just gonna read a couple. This is totally probably made up, like Scott said, not from data at all. But gator tail in Florida, okay. of course, that, that course. checks out. Yeah. Rattlesnake in Texas, it probably makes I'm, more sense. I'm buying it. Okay. I've never heard of a green chili sunday for New Mexico, but I hey. I mean, they're big on green chilies. They do like the green chilies. Arizona with an interesting one. Scorpion (laughs) lollipops. (laughs) Hey, hey,
2: don't you hate on a good scorpion lollipop.
1: Because if there's one thing I know is I want a scorpion near my mouth. Is that a scorpion inside a
0: lollipop? Like you can get at those chintzy gift shops? No, it's
1: you just, you skewer
2: uh, a scorpion on a stick and then you candy the scorpion. And then it's just, you lick
1: it like a lollipop. I hate that so much. That
2: sounds like a team
0: name from uh, Mutant League Hockey, the Scorpion Lollipops.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, if I can rename the Atlanta Falcons an NFL head coach, I'm going to name them the Scorpion Scorpion Lollipops.
1: Lollipops. (laughs) Utah Jello Salad, which seems pretty Utah. Um, Colorado Rocky Mountain Oysters. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, Montana with an interesting (laughs) one, pasties. (laughs) What
0: what, What the heck is a pasty?
1: A pasty? This could be several things. <laughs> it might be a food, but I know for sure it's something that women will place over their their gesticles. <laughs> so that's a very interesting... Idaho, this has got to be fake. An ice cream potato. An ice cream potato? Is what? it a potato made out of ice cream,
0: or is it ice cream with potato? <laughs> I have no idea, man. I don't know what I just asked. <laughs> uh, I love uh I'm looking at it now. I
1: love what uh Missouri's weird food. Meth. Yes. <laughs> a lot of people who were commenting on this, like, I think this map was made just to rag on Missouri. Because meth is very clearly in a different font. Right. It's in bold. It's, it's in bold. <laughs> yeah. It's in bold and sticks out. <laughs> it just says meth. <laughs> the first
2: thing you notice: look at old Washington up there, geoduck. What it's actually a pronounced geoduck? "gooey duck"? Oh, you don't know this? It's, it's a clam or something like that. Yeah, right? yeah, it looks uh, like uh, a penis. Justin, you seriously know this?
1: It's yeah, a
2: cl- it's a clam type thing, but I yeah. think it's I think it sounds like a Pokemon or is a Pokemon.
0: No, no, oh. it was
2: Mike Rowe had it on
0: oh. Dirty Jobs one time. It is oh, like no, 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 a mollusk, no. and it straight up looks like uh, it's a penis. male genitalia Yeah, it looks like a penis. It's a penis. Yeah, Mike Rowe made a big joke about it on Dirty Jobs too. He says, "Is that a geoduck in your or excuse
2: me, gooey duck in your pocket?" Or are you just happy to see me? A gooey. I don't want to ever eat this. Does, has anybody told them they spelled gooey very wrong?
1: <laughs> <coughs> this is. I gotta cl- close this Google image search before yeah. I, a, <laughs> it's not. That it <laughs> might be worse than that. I'm not disgusted by a penis. I just am disgusted by that that exists in the wild and looks so much like a penis, and not a small penis, a really thick one. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, with the on. shell, with the yeah, shell. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right,
0: all right. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna rescue you from this, Jonathan. Please, yeah, just close your browser. out. I
1: already closed it. I'm I uh, I saw y'all, sub- y'all pray for
2: Jonathan. He's struggling right now.
0: I saw subtweeted oh. there that there was like. The number one uh takeout food from every state. And I just gotta call bullshit on it. I'll just uh you're
1: talking about the one. most popular delivery order? Yes, there's no, every state. Yeah, right, that's fake. This one it's, no, this one's it's according one to One of Yelp, those things
2: right? where it's the way they word it, and it's like the most popular delivery order unique to every state. So okay. what they look uh, at and during, it's during like, pandemic. It's during yeah, pandemic. it's during pandemic, but it's also like Okay, if if 5% of orders in Atlanta or in Georgia are wings and the nation has a 1% order rate of wings for takeout, then Atlanta is the outlier and that's how they get it, that kind of thing. That
0: still doesn't explain why naan is the number one takeout food in Wyoming, a state that is 84% white.
1: You like a good Indian joint, man. Maybe I
0: I may be selling the good people of Wyoming a little short. They might be very I love how, like, I'm
1: looking at this talent. list. We'll have to. There,
2: there are multiple Indian restaurants in Laramie and Jackson, Wyoming.
1: Oh, yeah. We'll have to retweet both of wow. these maps um, so people can see them. <clears throat> this uh, most popular, there's a totally different map. The most popular delivery order of each state during COVID 19. Um, Illinois is pretty great. Not pizza, but thin crust pizza. Thin crust. Wait, really? For yeah. Chicago? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> wait a minute yeah wait a minute in ohio i believe that's ohio let to look at a map um deep dish pizza yep yep that's ohio <laughs> <laughs> that's like, really <laughs> that's funny that made me laugh um uh nothing there's Georgia really Georgia's wings of course i don't know what i don't know why it's not
2: specifically lemon pepper wings but
1: there's nothing really crazy or shock, in my opinion, shocking about the uh, the delivery one. Yeah, I mean than, the West Coast. States. Other than the two pizza ones, yeah. maybe Minnesota uh, with donuts is the most popular delivery. So right. Minnesota. Hey, who's that up
2: there? That's just cheese pizza. Like how basic?
0: That's it, uh, that's freaking New York. No, that's New Jersey. Oh wait, it yeah, is. And New York and New York. And oh, New yeah, York. It's,
1: it's both of them. There it is. Ugh. It's because of New York style pizza. All you need is the cheese, man. What are you talking about? Yeah, overrated. The cheese pizza is also the one for Idaho. That checks out.
2: Yeah,
0: there we go. Uh I uh am surprised how many times crab rangoon appears
1: on here. It's because you get it thrown in every Chinese order. But look how many land
2: that's all landlocked crab rangoon.
1: Right. Colorado crab. Nobody trying to eat that crab. Well, no, okay. There's crab rangoon in what is that? That's uh, uh either I think it's Vermont. Or Vermont, yes, Vermont. Vermont. That's Vermont.
2: Yeah, but I'm over here on flyover land and I'm like, uh, no thanks.
0: I, I think it's interesting that uh, Washington State is that right? Yeah, one? Washington State and Maine are both pad thai, so the tippy top,
1: the tippy top, so it's all about that Thai food. They just like the, nothing like the, a good pad thai, though. I love pad, pad thai. thai from corner to corner. Alaska, <laughs> just trying to stay warm with gumbo, <laughs> extra so, spicy gumbo. See, it seems
0: wrong that. Gumbo is the number one was the unique, popular unique delivery order. I don't know what the verbiage is. That's gumbo was Alaska's food, and then Louisiana's was sushi. That seems like they got the they got a little of, confused. They got some wires
2: crossed. People are <laughs> gonna be real mad at Yelp when all the Alaska orders got delivered to Louisiana. Louisiana <laughs> yeah. orders got delivered to Alaska.
0: Coach O shows up, order my gumbo, go! You gotta take it to Alaska. I don't know no sushi.
2: <laughs> or Coach O up here,
0: go
1: wrestle, moose. <laughs> okay, I so, go go wrestle a moose. Get my gumbo. I want you to okay. So as we conclude, the two weirdest. <laughs> in
2: conclusion, conclude Oh, wrestle The moose for two weirdest. It. Thank weirdest, you for weirdest foods us.
1: From my from this weirdest food map, my two favorite are the the twin states up there, New Hampshire and Vermont. You know they're, they look like they're giving each other a hug in perpetuity. They are. Sugar on Snow (laughs) and (laughs) Grape Nuts Ice Cream. Jeez, good lord. Hold on, what? Yes. (laughs) Even if this came from the mind of somebody and this isn't backed by anything, I still think it's funny. That sounds like
0: uh, Woody Allen's dream dessert, Grape Nuts Ice Cream.
1: Oh, Sugar on Snow and Grape Nuts Ice Cream. See, fast. Sugar on
0: Snow sounds like an album that Prince
1: like, didn't it does sound. It does sound like the name of a Prince album.
0: Like one of the, the many hundreds that are apparently just sitting in archives. Mm-hmm.
2: It's also probably pretty good yeah. as an album.
0: Look, it, oh, you know it's good.
1: like I had some hot tunes. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, he's off the chain. All <laughs> right, well, we've started talking about Prince, so that's how you know we're done. Uh, so thanks for the sound me. of
2: hypothetical Prince albums concludes our uh, show. Why don't you go
1: purify yourselves in the waters of Lake
0: Minnetonka?
1: <laughs> game, <laughs> takes. game takes game. You guys, you guys want some grapes? <laughs> that was that was wow. We're gonna I just hope, <laughs> we gotta stop. <laughs>
0: I hope we can finish our hasty takes half as.
1: Hope next half. time hasty doesn't mean hour. <laughs> we'll do better we promise yeah we got
2: we got an outro or something hit that
1: yeah we'll hit the outro
2: oh wait that's
0: not the outro. the after it was like i'm
2: guessing we're done now
1: yes thanks for tuning in this week and listening to our nonsense we will talk to you guys next time take care and au revoir
0: Thanks again for listening to our show. If you like what you just heard, make sure you give us a review on iTunes or Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. And also, if you want to give us your own takes, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Just look for Let Them Eat Takes Podcast. Thanks. See you next time.